From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. Well, if anyone was watching the Queen's funeral this week, you couldn't help but notice a lot of rituals. Of course, the royal family and royalty has been known for rituals for centuries, but especially when it comes to their weddings, coronations, and funerals. Dr. B, did you see the Queen's funeral? Yeah, of course. I was on there watching. A lot of pomp and circumstance from the Coldstream guards that were marching right next to the gun carriage. If you notice, they were marching with their hands behind them, which is the sign of mourning. And of course, there is the removing of the crown from the casket at the very end of the ceremony and onto the altar showing a transition. So I, I happen to love all of this. So what happened was I started reading about rituals. And I found out, Dr. B, and you probably know a lot about this, that there is a comforting quality, a lot of positive qualities to rituals. Well, you know, rituals kind of give us a sense that we're in charge, we're in control. It's important to the society. It's important to all of us. And in order to promote positive behaviors and automated behaviors, we have to like develop some habits to go along with these rituals. And we're going to talk about the idea of how to build good habits and good rituals and really change our lives. So I think what we should do is define what a ritual is. Um, well, according to one expert, rituals are symbolic actions that engage our emotions to jump into actions. But I would like to tell the listeners, there is a difference between habit and ritual. And the difference is, and it's, it's kind of easy to understand if you think of it like this, there is with rituals a very definite order and a beginning, a middle, and an end. And you can't mix up that order. Like think about when you sing happy birthday, right? That's something we do across the world. So let's think of the order. First, you put the candle on the cake. Then you light the candle. Then everyone sings happy birthday. And then the birthday girl or boy blows out the candle and makes a wish. You don't make a wish first, then blow out the candle, then sing happy birthday. Right, doctor? And, you know, those are important rituals. You know, rituals change uh, in your life and they become we're really formal methods, things that we do to approach, you know, things that we do. And they're usually like symbolic enactments. It helps us engage our emotions into action. You know, you think about organizations like the Masons or the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. When you think of rituals, I think of religious ceremonies. But, you know, they're also in organizations because it gives a sense, like you said, of belonging, which is really important when you get a group of people together, right? Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of rituals that have to do with people getting together, uh, people having a sense of community, and it really helps people to become connected with each other. Right. Oh, you know, here's another place where you see rituals, sports. Uh, the tennis player, Rafael Nadal, he's huge into rituals. And then there's also the New Zealand rugby team. And before every single game, 
in front of their competitor, they do a dance. And this dance is almost a tribal dance. It's called a haka. And what they do is they're, they're showing their competitor how fierce they are. We should mention that sometimes rituals have a purpose. Sports psychologists know that pre-performance routines improve focus, execution, confidence. Okay. Now, Rafael, we've all been watching him. And this guy is full of quirks, rituals, ticks, but they all have meaning. If you take a look at him, every serve, he repeats the same sequence. He scratches his butt, his shoulder, shoulder again, the nose, the ear, uh, the right ear, and he puts it in the pocket. Okay. And he feels it puts him in such control and focus, you know, doing something like that. We've all seen that. Right, right. I read that it reduces anxiety and that the repeated actions of doing a ritual can be calming. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons behind rituals and rituals are ancient. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, like with the monarchy, it goes back, it could go back hundreds, hundreds, and maybe sometimes a thousand years. Mm You know, ritual habits are some things that we do without thinking. They're automatic. Habits are something that we do without thinking, okay? Like brushing our teeth is a habit. You know, we do it every day. It becomes automated, okay? So what I have found in treating patients who forgot taking, who always forget taking their meds is I just put the meds next to the toothbrush. So if you brush your teeth, it's a habit. You take your meds. It's a habit, but it's getting to be a ritual. I belong to a yacht club, and there's a ritual every month called Sundowners. And uh, most people, you know, uh, attend, and there's a flag ceremony uh, associated with this. You take the flag down, the officers march, we all are quiet, uh, and there's 13 folds as a symbol of meeting. And the first one's for life. The second one's for eternal life, a belief in eternal life. And the third is the honor of the veterans. So, and it goes on and on. And it brings everybody together once a month in our community. Sounds like a sense of belonging. And that's really important. And when you, again, when you think of religious ceremonies, the rituals involved, it's all done because of that getting everybody together in the community and sharing in an action. Now, you know, there are also superstitious rituals, and there are a bunch of them in the maritime industry, especially on ships. Speaking of being on a ship, that's where I am right now. And I've got the captain here, and he's going to tell you about one of his favorite rituals. This is Captain Gare Lilling. Yeah, hello. I just want to mention that uh, there is a ritual that has been for centuries. It is when a ship crosses the equator, okay? Either you come from the north, going south, or the other way. Um, there is a christening taking place. So this christening, does, is it the ship or is it the passenger? Passenger or crew that has not crossed the line of equator will be, be giving a name. And uh, one of our officers on board, usually the captain, is dressing up as King Neptune. <laughs> king Neptune is, uh, as you know, or most people know, the king of the ocean. He appears that day 
in his glorious outfit. So usually we have a pool on board all ships. Cruise ships. Uh, cruise ships, yeah. Even cargo ships too. Uh, I was christening on a cargo ship in my younger days at sea. So what they do is they make a big mess. They put spaghetti over you, ketchup, and senep, and make a mess and throw you into the pool, uh, put you under for a while, and bring you back up, and you are giving a maritime name. And then later on, you will be giving a certificate, very officially stamped, signed by King Neptune, and your name, and you have now been successfully baptized so this ceremony will never take place again and you're good to go in future crossing over the equator boy it sounds hazardous to take a cruise across the equator messy business <laughs> yeah well honestly if it works keep doing it and i think it works or they wouldn't have kept it going right i gotta tell you i've never heard that ritual before have you <laughs> i've never heard that one that's a good one yeah, on the uh, certificate it says proof of uh, of crossing the equator and the, the date and the position, and it's very you know official. The whole document it's like a diploma, and people put nice little frame around it and hang it up. You know, <laughs> uh, 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 and you have yours. You have yours. Oh Here. yes, I, I have mine from uh, Rhapsody of the Seas. Uh, that is like 10 years ago. They just did it for fun with me, and I wanted to do it again. It was a showing to the guests. Yeah. I want to know, did they pour spaghetti on you? Yeah, they, they make a big mess out of everything. Yeah, my uh, hair uh, was uh, greasy. Uh, I had to take uh, a shower for an hour after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to learn more about rituals, I just would ask you to visit our website at bragmanmd.com. And there's a bunch of rituals out there, and we could spend hours talking about it. We'd love to hear from you guys. So good. Yeah, okay. BregmanMD.com. That's Everyone it. Everyone have a great, great week. And don't forget your rituals. Take care. Bye-bye. From Bregman MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.